Hello and welcome to the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Powell. For this episode, we'll be listening to a guitar duo, the Presti and LaGoya guitar duo, and the album is called Baroque Music for Two Guitars, released in 1967 on the Mercury record label. It'll be a lot of fun to enjoy this together. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. Thanks for joining us. The spring semester of 2022 was a very, very busy one indeed, and so I'm really glad to be back putting out some episodes here. It's the first full week of June, and it's time for me to get one of these things cranked out. Really glad you're listening. The guitar duo, the Presti and LaGoya guitar duo, there's some interesting things going on here because not only are they a fabulous musical ensemble, they also are a husband and wife team. And so by the reading of the back record jacket where you just get a tremendous amount of material and a lot of information, it's almost like reading a recital program, really, uh, that's put out. Uh, you wouldn't be able to tell that. You also don't know uh, from looking at this recording that this was indeed the duo's last recording that they put out together. And we will talk about that um, a little bit later when we flip the side over. Ida Presti is born in 1924 uh, in France. She's a child prodigy, uh, you know, sort of playing the guitar to a public that, that would have had some sort of knowing about the classical guitar. Uh, but but even, even I, I can say in playing for people that, you know, there, there are sometimes people you reach that say, my goodness, I've never heard the guitar played that way before. To us guitar players, you go, what? what rock have you been under? Well, I can tell you, certainly when she was a young woman in, in, the, in the 30s and 40s, there definitely would have been people that would never have heard the guitar played in that fashion before, even though Andres Segovia's career was well established uh, by the time that she's her, her child prodigy and, and all that sort of thing. So, so really, can we call Ida Presti a, a mover and a shaker and a paver for the way? Absolutely. And I think, I think that she is um, really a beacon and someone to, to look towards. I, I look forward to learning more about her and her playing as I continue doing this podcast, as I continue um, my, my, you know, my, my obsession and, 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 uh, you know, overall being with the classical guitar. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to learning more about Ida Presti. Maybe I'll find a biography or something like that. In 1940, a really cool opportunity comes up for her in that she plays a performance with none other than Niccolo Paganini's, one of his personal guitars. And so that's awesome. It was to celebrate uh, some sort of centennial, I believe, uh, when when he died. I believe he died in 1840. And so in 1940, they were they were in, in somewhere in France there, they were celebrating his centennial. One other note about Ida Presti, she is the she is the person who gives the French premiere of the Concierto de Aranjuez. So that's quite a feather in her cap. So in any case, uh, pretty awesome player. It's great to hear on this recording. Alexander Lagoy is just about five years younger than his bride. He's born in 1929. And an interesting fact about him, not only did he want to be a guitarist when he grew up, but he also wanted to be a boxer. So as a young man, he's doing both of those things. <laughs> Think about that for a little bit, and I, I can I can tell you as a as a both a wrestler and a football player among some other sports as well, baseball and and that sort of thing put in there. When I was in high school, 
you know, when you're young and fearless, you really don't, you don't have a care in the world. You, you just sort of do things. Now, in, in, my, in my middle 40s, I think, oh my God, how, how would I have kept my hands in shape and not hurt them? And that's where I would, have, I would have had sort of a fear about it. But when you're young, you don't, you don't care. And I, I wonder if that was his attitude as well. Um, Alexander Lagoy was actually born in, in Egypt. He's, he's considered a French classical guitarist, but in any case, born in Egypt. And so, uh, again, another person I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more about, uh, than, than just the playing. And so we'll, we'll see, we'll see a little bit, you know, as, as time goes on, what I can learn about him and then relay into the podcast and as well to my students and things like that. One thing I'll say right away is that I, I can totally pick out his tone uh, because of, of my of my true love of one of the earlier records I've done of his which is the uh, the concerto for for uh, jazz piano and classical guitar and you can just pick his tone out you can hear it on this record it's awesome so the first side we're gonna hear it's all handle we have uh, three pieces uh, one of my friends from from Simpson College uh, dr. Tim McMillan he's a choral conductor and also works for the Des Moines Metro Opera. He he, I, I remember him talking about things like this in terms of programming. Now this had nothing to do with uh, with classical guitar. This was talking about programming choral concerts, and he would talk about um, he would talk about making an eclectic suite. You know, sort of fitting things together. That's that's the art that we all do is is trying to make our programs as unique and as cool as possible. And so I I I think that's what they're doing here. This is sort of an eclectic suite. Uh, a la Tim McMillan. If you're listening out there, hey Tim, how's it going? Uh, we've got three pieces of handle that that we have a chaconne. Uh, chaconne is one of these one of these Baroque art forms where you hear almost a, well, it's not almost, it is a theme and variations that are going on, and so you'll hear. I believe thirteen of them that go over and over. So it's it's pretty interesting little piece of music. We also have a fugue in G major. We have some some counterpoint that's going on, and then we end with an allegro. So, does it follow the the Baroque suite movement format? No, it it does not. Uh, but in any case, I'm going to refer to it as an eclectic suite on on the first side. So, I'll invite you to enjoy to listen to these Baroque treasures on the second side. We'll talk about that after we flip it. But we've got some some composers that you'll know and some composers that you don't know. Uh, Let's enjoy this first side together. This is Presti and Lagoya play Baroque music for two guitars on the Mercury label. This is from 1967. Enjoy.
I think that's a really fun first side to this record, and I I enjoy the playing a lot. It's it's really it's fun and refreshing to listen to. You know, are these are these handle pieces that we just listened to? Are they real heavy? You know, like super treasured gems of the Baroque, like the, like the the high Baroque that we always call and 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 visit about. Uh, no, no, they're not. I think they're little little treasures and. Interesting thing about this, Alexander Lagoya is the one who does all the arranging, and so these are these are typically keyboard pieces that uh, that that translate well into uh, into the hands of, of two guitar players, and so that's what's going on. I mentioned earlier that this recording was released in 1967, and that is a very important year for the Presti and Lagoya duo, because it would be their last year as a duo. Uh, recording and performing and, and living and, and being married to one another. As I found out by by doing a little bit of, of that Edith Presti actually got sick while they were on tour in 1967. It was in April. Uh, and, and in any case, she just couldn't stop coughing up blood. And if any of you have, have been in the performing realm or even can think about doing that when you're working, it's just very distracting and, and, and horrible. And so things need to be dealt with. And so in essence, what ended up happening is it was found that she had a tumor in her lung and she passed away. Um, and so so very, very sad. Uh, I, can, I can only imagine... Um, I can only imagine the sheer joy that it would be to play uh, music at that level with your spouse. And I can only imagine the deep sorrow that, that would come from, from losing a spouse in, in, that, in that fashion and that suddenly. And I just, my heart, my heart breaks for, for the couple, uh, really. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not telling that to you to, to get you down in the dumps, just to tell you that that's sort of a unique thing I found about with this very record. And... Um, I, I think it just needs to sort of be said, well, you know, why didn't they put out any more recordings? That's why. Um, and so in any case, we do move on. And so, as I mentioned, we'll hear some, some work of, of composers that you probably have heard of. And then also some that maybe you haven't heard. As a music major, I've heard of Scarlatti and I've heard of Albanoni uh, because those are things that are on music listening tests and all sorts of things. And and when you're you know when when you're a music student, hopefully you have you have friends that aren't only in your instrument category and or and and so then you you get to hear repertoire from all over the place if you know with your your uh, your group of friends and things like that. So Scarlatti is a giant among the the Baroque, and there's a lot of keyboard repertoire with that, with the famous you know A B sonatas and things like that, and uh, this is one of those. So we'll we'll hear that, and it's done very very awesomely uh, by the guitar duo. Then we hear the Albinoni, the Adagio, the famous Adagio, and even in this even in this recording from from 1967, it does talk about the fact that the Albinoni composed portion of this adagio was only a fragment and that the uh the italian musicologist named giazzotto is the one who is the one who put it all together that actually is is somewhat news to me i either wasn't paying attention in my music history class or that nugget has been uh has been talked about and then then when i was going through in, in the 90s and, and and that sort of thing it just wasn't talked about uh anymore i've always thought about as, as the albinoni adagio and so i guess I guess really it should be called the Giazzotto uh, Adagio. In any case, um, they talk about that just sort of openly in, in this on the back of this record jacket. 
It's in a different key than what you you may have heard of it before, uh, and so so that affect has changed a little bit. It's still very beautiful, and uh, the 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 passion and that that sort of that that pulse uh, through that piece does remain even with the two the two two guitar format as opposed to the small uh, baroque style orchestra. Now. The two composers that you may not have ever heard of, Pasquini and Marcello. We have uh, Pasquini writes a canzone in E minor. It's a lovely little piece of music. Uh, very enjoyable. And I also enjoy the Marcello, the Andante in D minor. Here's my comment about this, this whole recording. I think this is sort of, it, you know, as I talked about before we listen to side one, is this the the you know the the high baroque the the very deeply sorrowful baroque music that that we know no this is sort of the light and fluffy stuff and it, it's it's exciting um like i had commented alexander lagoya is the one doing the arrangements you can tell so much love and care went into to producing this whole this whole recording and so it just would have been i think it would have been quite a treat to see not only the duo uh, perform, but but to see uh, Ida Presti perform on her own, and also Alexander Lagoya to perform on his own. Uh, and so, in any case, enjoy enjoy side two of this. Thank you for listening, wherever you're listening from. If you have a moment, I would really enjoy it if you would reach out on the socials. Uh, I use my Instagram account to to basically promote this podcast. So I'm on Instagram. Uh, and it's uh, slash Powell Guitar. That's where you can find all things that are uh, the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I also have some of my own guitar playing things on there as well, but that's that's sort of the hub and the social network that I use. I am also on YouTube.com, so that'd be YouTube.com slash Powell Guitar, and the same thing for Facebook, Facebook.com slash Powell Guitar. Another place where you could reach out and reach the hub site of the Classical Guitar LPs podcast would be anchor.fm slash Guitar. That's a place where you could go if you wanted to sponsor any portion of the show and uh, would just invite any and each of you who wanted to do that to support the show. All gifts are welcome. Thanks for listening. Enjoy side two and happy playing. We'll see you next time on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. Enjoy.